you know, after I got released, uh, I had 30 days to wait. So it was like, you should get this out. And, and what do I think about this? And do you understand that? And um, she was just really someone I was able to bounce ideas off of and listen to her critique and know that it's coming from a good place and from a place that I will succeed if I listen. Definitely. So the first time I saw you wrestle, what I really loved about you was your technical prowess. Like you're, you were a very technical wrestler. Um, what drew you to that style? Was there anything in your background that made you feel like, oh, this is, this is the type of wrestling that I want to do? Not really. I mean, like I, uh, my background is I was a competitive cheerleader. I was a gymnast for, you know, my entire childhood. So up until I was 18. And uh, I think really where my style of wrestling came from was just the training that I had going right from being 18, fresh, brand new to professional wrestling and training with Damian Adams. Um, he brings a lot of that old school uh, Rip Rogers, OVW mentality. And, and that's what his training is based upon. So um, I don't think I really had a choice, but to be, you know, an old school wrestler, that was just what was given to me. And that's what I absorbed. Luckily, you know, from being able to go to Japan or being with Ring of Honor, I've been able to kind of adapt to more of a indie hybrid style or that Japanese style and and, and do a little bit more. But um, my roots are just technical wrestling. So uh, studying history. So, you know, being a, a history major, do you take elements from stories of the past and, you know, put them, apply them to your wrestling career? Absolutely. You know, the virtuosa you know, itself is, is someone who um, has a cultivated appreciation for artistic excellence. And I take that definition and I like to relate it to a lot of like medieval times or uh, the Renaissance and, and incorporate elements of those time periods into my outfits or into my music or early on when I first started with Impact, use a lot of those those big words, you know, and go through the dictionary and find stuff that people haven't been using and and really be able to cultivate this character through elements of, of times past. So I saw in a previous interview you talked about, actually it was an interview, it was um, you were doing, it's, I, I laugh because it was on your page and you were talking, you're answering questions that fans had for you. I think this is like the second time you're answering it. So you were completely frustrated and flustered, which that happens to me quite often. So I relate with this technology, <laughs> but you had mentioned that you um, used to connect, uh, collect uh, postcards from like your travels. Now, yeah. is there anything else that you kind of like to collect or is that, you know, still, are you still, oh, obviously pandemic, we can't really add to collection now, but is that something that you kind of look back and you're like, man, these memories are like absolutely crazy. Yeah, I, I think that's why I always started collecting them was because I was traveling to all these these places around the world and I just wanted, uh, you know, you could take pictures and get them printed and stuff like that. But having that postcard is like physical proof that I was there and I've been able to collect them from, you know, uh, in Japan or Tokyo Disney. And then I've been able to collect while I've been in London and in other parts of England and just throughout the States and Canada and Puerto Rico. And, and then the trademarks that I like to to sightsee. So I have um, stuff from like Graceland and I have stuff from, you know, the JFK Museum in Dallas. So I'll always have those memories. I can never forget them because I have the physical proof. And that's what I love so much about the postcards. But I don't really collect anything else other than like, I've just now started to really be big on, you know, my wrestling memorabilia and just getting DVDs or uh, trading cards from WWE that I was on and, and things like that to be able to display in my office here that's kind of all around. I have an idea and I'm kind of known for my ideas. So, and that's why Sarah's, Sarah's is positioning herself. So here's the thing that I really love this idea. A friend of mine, um, because I, I worked in the entertainment industry. So I collected all these passes from all these concerts that I went to. And uh, my friend had some too. So what he did is he actually took them and then glued them to like a coffee table. And oh. so he had everything there. And so, um, 
like I when I was thinking about the postcards, it's like that would be an amazing. It's like a talk piece that you can put it like in your living room or you know when you get your like the big house and all that stuff. Yeah, it's all there, so it becomes a piece versus something that like stays in in the the the, the box. So you know, I just throw out ideas here and them. You, you can take a picture. Yeah, that's super there. cool. Just take with it what you will. <laughs> But I also do have a wrestling. It's funny, I, really so awesome. I also collect postcards. Yeah, but I, I actually send them to my mom to keep. But it's like the same thing. Like it's like proof you were really here, and and it's like I don't know. I wonder if I guess I wonder if other people are still collecting postcards because we are. I hadn't thought about it. We are such an Instagram culture nowadays. You you have the pictures and stuff. So I wonder how. I would be interested for our fans listening to know how many of you still buy postcards when you go out. I'm interested if your mom actually saves those postcards because my mom, when she, she, does. Got yes. moved, she, she, she threw out half of my stuff and I'm like, I'm still alive in here. Like why? Oh, oh, my mother will throw away important things, but she will not throw away postcards, uh, newspaper clippings that I'm in. Like she'll keep that, but she threw away my poetry book. I was like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, sorry, enough about my mother. Let's talk about Diana. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you also, in another interview, um, said, like, if you were to create, like, a stable, the stable would be your best friends. So Chelsea Green, Britt Breaker, Karen Q, and yourself. Now, this is, like, a combo com- uh, question. So in your Mount Rushmore, so, like, you, you guys are a stable. You guys are a faction. Who would be, like, your opposing faction? You, whether it's, like, they're already together or they've never been together. Like, who would be the other four women that... It's almost like a Marvel Comics, DC Comics type thing where this is going to happen and it's going to be an amazing match, but we'll obviously end up winning, but still want to go up against them. Ooh, I feel like it's a cliche answer, but I also feel like each of us individually have like like a dream match with these people. So I feel like us four versus the four horsewomen, you know, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Bailey and uh, Bailey and Becky, those four, I think we each would like to wrestle one day or if that opportunity presented itself it would be a dream match for us so i'm gonna go with whether that's cliche or not that's my answer me Britt, chelsea and karen versus the four horsewomen oh my gosh whoever's like a cartoon or graphic designer please like create that you know they're on the mountaintop and they're like looking at each other and in the background it's like a whole like situation the world is about to end like somebody (laughs) please create that and tag one of us because that I'm, I'm loving that idea. The game plan now is to become the longest champion. Well, I mean, that's my game plan for you. I don't know if you had, you had that in mind, but the game plan is to also get an, the, the longest champion. Uh, is there anybody that you want to, <laughs> is there anybody that you want to have a match with that you haven't had a match with just yet where you're just like, I'll put my championship on the line. I know I'm going to win, but you know, this is going to be a good match. There are so many of those matches at impact with our roster right now. Um, you know, and the first people that come to mind are Tasha Steeles, um, just because we kind of travel together and we train together. And, um, I just think it's come full circle for us to be at the same company at the same time. So first and foremost, it's always Tasha Steeles. Um, and the trainer will always win out, I think. (laughs) And then Kiera Hogan is another one. We've never really wrestled each other. There was like one match when we first were, were traveling and had just got started. So, um, that's another that, you know, we're at the top of our game right now. Um, and then there's, and there's Nevaeh, um, and there's Tennille Dashwood. 
those five people I've never really gotten to truly um, have a competitive match in the ring with, or I've never been in the ring with at all. And I think those, you know, five women are um, some of the the top competitors at Impact and, and people I want to defend my championship against successfully. And then, so, you know, there's been some crossover with Impact and AEW and NWA. Are there any women from that side that you hope to eventually uh, get to have a match with? Yeah, so I think, you know, I've not been shy about wanting to have champion versus champion um, against Hakir Shida. Um, I would absolutely love that. I think she's absolutely phenomenal. She's kind of been just this this strong champion and the fixture of their women's division um, at AEW. So uh, I would absolutely love that if we're going to do crossover with women. Um, and then, you know, obviously Britt Raker is my best friend, so I don't want to wrestle her, but I'd love to tag with her. I like that. I like that. So as far as the pandemic, so um, at the beginning of this year, you you said that, well, you announced on your social media that you had COVID. How, what was that experience like? Because I feel like everybody that I've, I've spoken to who's had it, it's like just so different from the extreme to people saying, I just went on a bike ride and I was fine. So what was your experience with it like? Yeah, I was, I was one of the lucky people that had no symptoms. And when, um, you know, I had been tested three or four times before my test came back positive. So it was as big of a shock to me as it was to everyone when I said it of like, I didn't feel any different. I didn't feel sick, um, you know, and I was completely fine until I was positive. And then I was like, oh, crap. OK, like, let we have to start this quarantine process. And, um, you know, my boyfriend and I really tried to once we found out we had been exposed, get tested as much as possible. Um, and then once we were unfortunately positive, you know, stay home and do everything we could to to not, you know, continue spreading the virus and just do the quarantine. And um, there's so many different uh, outcomes for it. There's so many different things floating around that we really tried to get as much information as we could of, of what a quarantine is without symptoms. Is it seven days? Is it 10 days? Is it 14 days? And, and what do we do to like make sure that when we go back into the real world, we're healthy and we're not um, spreading anymore, you know? Yeah. And then like, how did you take the whole quarantine? I mean, I mean, I think we're slowly adjusting to our new normal, but when it initially happened, like how was, how was that experience? Because effectively, I don't know, for, I don't know, Sarah's a a wrestler as well, maybe what, six months, eight months, like we, we couldn't do anything and, you know, wrestling wasn't happening. So what, what was that experience like? How did you cope with that? For me personally, like, you know, once, Florida went into lockdown, you know, maybe it was March last year, I think like, you know, I was still with WWE. So the PC had shut down our schedule kind of stopped and, and then I was fired. So um, It kind of was like, if, if I'm going to not be wrestling, this was kind of the perfect time for all of this stuff to happen to me. Mm-hmm. And it, it got me back into school. It got me back, um, you know, into uh, working out because we have a friend who owns his own gym. So we were able to go like after hours and clean really well and not be around other people. And um, it kind of just, you know, got me more into like my mental health and uh, my physical health. And then like, you know, things outside of wrestling, what's my future outside of wrestling, it really put things into perspective for me that I hadn't thought about beforehand. So yeah, I mean, I don't think, especially because I'm in Florida, like, it's a little bit more lenient here. I don't think that uh, we were in quarantine for quite as long at the start as everyone else was, but it really gave me a chance to like do a deep dive into myself and figure out what I wanted. So what do you hope to do with the history degree? Ooh, um, so right now uh, I'm just going to get a history degree, but afterwards I'd like to get the, the education specialization so I can teach again one day. Um, and I'd like to be like a, his- like a history, um, like a US2 
uh, high school teacher. So that's, you know, World War II and Vietnam and JFK. And those are kind of my favorite areas to learn about with the way of the world right now. I think political science is a really cool avenue that I could I could specialize in and, and pick a, um, a concentration in once I get the bachelor's degree. So I don't know. I'm kind of between those two, being a teacher or going into political science. You're the coolest teacher. <laughs> I think George George the Animal was like a PE teacher back in the day. Imagine just having just a wrestler teacher. It'd be pretty cool. And so you you named a couple people. Uh, well, you named a couple women that you want to have matches with within Impact. But Impact is also known for having some intergender matches as well. So I have another you know suggestion. So on top of becoming like the longest reigning champion. You can also go for the men's championship as well because why not? It's possible. So, are there any any guys on the men's right. side that you wanna you know you wanna have a match with? Ooh, I guess from when this comes out, it'll be two weeks ago. Um, but I watched TJP versus Josh Alexander last night on Impact, and I was just blown away. And I've never really been like an intergender wrestling fan. I've I've only had like one real intergender match. Um, against Matt Riddle years and years ago. But I think if I was ever going to enter the X Division, I would want to wrestle Josh Alexander and TJP because they are just bringing technical wrestling to the forefront of that division and not necessarily making it about all the the crazy moves these X Division guys can do in the high flying, but um, also the mat work. And I was absolutely blown away. Never say never. I don't want to say I'll never do it, but um, I don't foresee that in my future. But those are two people that I'd love to be my tag partners or do an intergender match with for sure. Watch at the end of this year, it happens. And I want to clip this <laughs> out and just say, <laughs> we called it, we called it. So, <laughs> um, so we're going to go into rapid hot tags uh, right now. So rapid hot okay. tags is I'm going to ask you a question. You guys say the first thing that comes to your mind. So here we go. Okay. Uh, <laughs> rapid hot tags is brought to you by goalie nutrition the world's the world's first apple cider vinegar gummy use the code tk trinidad5 to get your discount today so the first question is favorite quarantine snack oh cheese oh my gosh cheeses any kind of cheese yeah <laughs> uh do you prefer working out at home or at the i love gym? cheese oh at, at the gym for sure favorite show to be um, gosh my favorite show ever is Sons of Anarchy, but I'm also going to put The Ranch up there because I rewatch that all the time. I need to watch. It keeps popping up on my feed. I need to, I do need to watch it. I suggest. Yeah. Uh, if you could wake up tomorrow having gained one quality or ability, what would it be? Oh, maybe more empathy. I need a little bit more empathy. <laughs> I feel that. I had to work on my empathy a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you asked oh, yeah. the first thing that came to mind. <laughs> We all feel, yeah, I get that too. Uh, if your house, your house containing everything you own <laughs> catches fire, after saving your loved ones, your pets, you have time to safely make one final dash to save one item. What would it be? I have like, like a bracelet for my grandma. And I think I might come back for that. Okay. I'll tell you, I dig it. I love, I love my grandma too. <laughs> uh, if you're able to live to the age of 90, and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which one would you choose? Oh, I think the mind, 100%. You're, you're as young as your mind is. I think I'd keep that. I mean, I, 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 Sarah and I both go for the body, but I could see, I could see reasons for the mind. I get it. Uh, we're gonna hit the star of the week real quick. Women's Wrestling Star of the Week. 
Star of the Week is brought to you by Label My Keys. Use code WWTALK for 50% off all orders. Today's Star of the Week is Jocelyn Navarro. Trained out of Absolute Intense Wrestling Academy in Cleveland, Ohio, Jocelyn debuted in 2016 and has gone on to wrestle at IWA Mid-South, OVW, FSW, Rockstar Pro, At The Collective, and more. Of Caribbean descent, she has had an interesting career so far, which has included being managed by Nick Mick Foley in a match and wrestling against Jazz for the NWA Women's Championship. Having both wrestled against her and watched a few of her matches, I have no idea why she isn't already signed somewhere, and I hope to see her become a household name soon. Want to learn more about a star of the indie wrestling scene? Shoot us your suggestions for future stars of the week. And don't forget to check out labelmykeys.com and enter the code WWTALK for 50% off your order. Thank you, Sarah. So what can people look for? Yeah, that's my last question. Um, what can people look for as far as um, storyline for impact and your championship is there something i mean i know you can't give it away but is there anything that somebody could like you know just a tidbit of information somebody can you know make sure to, to look, look at yeah um a couple weeks ago i had tweeted that i welcome all competitors from any company any competitor any company or any generation of women's wrestlers to step into my ring at impact wrestling and challenge me for my knockouts championship so a couple people weren't happy with my tweets when ODB returned. And I said, uh, I thought Impact was the place for up and coming talent to, to prove themselves and for talent that hadn't got their dues to come and, and get what they deserve and, and not for, for past uh, knockouts or past the Impact stars come back and relive their glory days. And, um, you know, if that's what they want to do and they think they still have what it takes to challenge for my knockouts championship, then they're more than welcome. Oh, well then. <clears throat> well, I think we'll just end right there. I'm eating popcorn over here. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just we'll just end right there. Um, for the folks who are not following you, um, and I don't know why not, your pictures, you and um, I, I, you guys, and I'm including Sarah in this. Um, your pictures are absolutely amazing. It's just one of those things where it's like I wish one day, but I just probably just won't it's just it seems like a lot of work to look that beautiful picture <laughs> well thank you so much but i swear like this time last year i was like never i'll never take pictures in bikinis and chelsea forced me to do it because i was in such a negative space about myself and the minute you are in front of the camera you're gonna be like i'm absolutely beautiful i don't know why i ever doubted that i couldn't look like that on the camera um because you do look like that and all it takes is just that that one a uh, minute of self-confidence to be like, oh, I could do this. Uh, so I hope you do it because it changes your mindset completely. And Agreed. Chelsea is the queen. I think she posted something a couple of weeks ago and I was like, if Instagram had an award campaign or award show, Chelsea should get like the award with the most bikini pictures on a daily basis. Like it just seems like they're, they're never ending. They're amazing. I'm like, how did you yeah. another one? Like- how does it's 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 crazy so I swear, we we shot our bikini calendar together the same day and she had like 18 bikinis with her and she's like i need 14 looks let's bang it out and we did this shoot in literally maybe 90 minutes and she just went through all the bikinis she is like a beast i don't get it um but i hope the more that i shoot with her i'll like absorb some of her her poses and her body and her confidence because uh i i needed it when she forced me to do it so um, Sarah, force her to do it. Okay, I will. I know I was going to bring up your little carnival outfits. I seen you. 
I seen you with your little with your little belly button out. We're gonna have a talk. I don't mind doing pictures here and there, but it's just the the amount that like it's just it's 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 yeah. a lot. It's it's like you know I get it. like you guys look amazing, and that's that's your all's profession. So what I mean is that your pictures look amazing, both of you, and then we can throw oh, it so too. Like you guys, kudos. Like if there is an award show, then you guys should be like the top three or something. So that's that's what I meant. <laughs> But long story short, <laughs> one of these things is not like the other. Okay, anyway, anyway, where can people find you online, Diana? <laughs> Everyone can follow me at Diana Perazzo on Twitter and on Instagram. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, like I said, I really look forward to you doing amazing things. I do love your your character. Like it really speaks to like. I get where the, the history part, where you, where you were saying you were connecting with history, it really speaks to that. And I kind of think of like, if you watch The Crown, which is a really amazing show too, that you should check out if you haven't, um, it kind of speaks to the old school, like royals and stuff like that, like just the way you carry yourself. So I really, really love like everything that you're doing. So I'm looking forward to, you know, the longest reigning, also intergender, also, you know, people coming back from the dead and, you know, challenging you, you know, just, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Well, thank you so much. No problem. <laughs> um, and Miss Sarah, where can everybody find you? You can find me everywhere on the internet at Sarah the Rebel. Sarah's an H is God and the Bible intended. <laughs> Ding. Um, thank you guys so much for watching our show. We really, really appreciate it. As always, it takes a lot to put the show on. We have producers and all the other good stuff. So we really appreciate uh, your help. There's links right at the bottom of this screen that you can definitely check out. So definitely support. We really appreciate it. You can also follow us on all social media at www.talkpod. And then also check out our website. Uh, we have uh, new content coming out every week as well. Um, we have a ranking system coming out as well. So check that out. And we have Women's Wrestling Pets, the pet show, because Emily's not here. So I'm going to help her along. Wow, that's so kind of you. I know, right? <laughs> she has a pet show where uh, wrestlers come on with their pets. And sometimes the pets attack each other and their dogs, their mm -hmm. cats. I know you have two dogs, Diana. So if you want to come on the show, Emily would probably love it. <laughs> So, um, <laughs> so, you know, wrestlers talk about their pets. So definitely check out that show. Um, other than that, my name is TK Trinidad. You can follow me everything at TK Trinidad. Till next time, guys. Ciao. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.